0: This is the Christian Circle Podcast and you're listening to Pamela Fernandez, where we have conversations about Christian living. Here's the show. Good afternoon and welcome to a new episode of the Christian Circle Podcast. Today we have Mr. Gary Zimak. So he's the author of the book From Fear to Faith. And he's going to talk about the steps to trust in God and deal with our fear as we go through these very uncertain times. So, Gary, welcome to our podcast—the last one for this year—and um, tell us a little bit about yourself and your ministry.
1: Well, thank you, Pamela, for inviting me. I'm really uh, blessed to be here. It's—it's it's very interesting. I've been in full-time ministry for about eight years now. Prior to that, I spent thirty years in the software industry. So. I'm a very unlikely person to be doing what I'm doing. But what I found is when God calls you to do something and you say, yes, he can do some pretty incredible things. Um, it, basically, as I look over my life, I was a lukewarm Christian throughout my life. I was baptized into the Catholic faith mm-hmm. as an infant. and I went to church every Sunday without fail but I was very lukewarm. I never, I never took my faith seriously. I never missed going to Mass, but I always, uh, but I always failed to pray. I failed to do anything outside of the externals, uh, the external practices of my faith. But at the same time, I was always a very anxious person. From when I was a small child, I worried about everything imaginable. And then one day, I had what I believe to be a, a life-threatening health crisis. And, you know, I've had many encounters with the Lord over the course of my life. But for the most part, I, I never seriously pursued a relationship with him. And then in late 2004, I had what I considered a, a life-threatening health crisis. It turned out to be nothing. But I was convinced that I was dying, and that got my attention. And from that point on, I began to reach out to Jesus to try to really start to understand him and to take my faith seriously. I got to know him as a person. Uh, The symptoms vanished. Uh, Nothing ever came of the medical diagnosis, but it was a huge moment in my life. It was a big conversion. And from that point on, after I got to know Jesus, I began to feel incredible peace. And I found that he could help me to overcome my anxiety uh, in a way that no medicine could ever help me in, in the past. And I wanted to serve him more. You know, Once you get to know the Lord, then you want to go do something for him because you you, you realize how great of a gift it is to have a relationship with Christ. And then one thing led to another, and I ended up uh, leaving my day job. Actually, it came about through a job layoff, and I went into full-time ministry. And I've written eight books since then. I've done radio and television. I've spoken from coast to coast all over the United States about the good things that the Lord can do. Uh, and and I have targeted especially people who worry. Uh, my, my target audience is primarily worriers, people who have struggled with anxiety. And my message is simple, that a relationship with Christ is the ultimate answer to overcoming anxiety.
0: Okay, And I think this is a, a, a very significant time where anxiety is going to play. Uh, a big role in many people's lives because um, this is a once in a, in a century experience oh, having yeah. the pandemic. Yeah. And nobody knows how to deal with it. So why should we have faith and, and not fear? And, and, you know, what is the reason that we have to actually put our trust in, in God? What is God telling us about having this faith and not fearing?
1: You know, it's a, it's a, it's a very, it's a great question. And I, I agree. This is, uh, this is what I would call the perfect storm for those who tend to be anxious. Mm-hmm. This pandemic is unlike anything I could ever have imagined. And uh, you, you know, Pamela, what I would say is that faith is a gift. Mm-hmm. We, we believe that faith is given to us. I, I can't make myself have more faith mm-hmm. So through faith. I have the ability to believe that what God said is true, which is, you know, some of the things he asks us to believe are pretty outrageous, (laughs) but faith allows me to believe that what God has revealed is true. And then by acting in faith, by stepping out, by responding to those, to God and and believing in in acting as if I believe that what he said is true, then I become, um, It it just brings me a sense of peace. It brings us a sense of peace that is unimaginable. But many times I've found that in order to step out in faith, you don't, you do it even though you don't feel it. Faith isn't Mm -hmm. always about feelings. Mm -hmm. More often than not, I found it's not about feelings, Mm -hmm. but God said throughout scripture, numerous times, Mm -hmm. hundreds of times, be not afraid. And he always says, there's always a second part to that message. Be not afraid. Why? because I am with you. And, and I think that's the key to remembering this. Is, and Jesus preached the same message over and over again. And in fact, he said, in this life, you will have problems. In John 16, Jesus said, you will have problems, but be of good cheer because I have overcome the world. So God never told us we wouldn't have problems, but he did promise that he would be with us. And that's enough. And through that relationship with God through Jesus, We can experience that supernatural peace that the world can't give us.
0: So what are your steps for not worrying? Because a lot of people right now, while they're also dealing with their fear uh, instead of having faith, um, there must be some tangible steps that people can take, you know, um, actively and not being passive about it uh, for not
1: worrying. Right. And in the book, From Fear to Faith, I list what I call the five P's of peace. And these are these are very simple steps. And I I go into a lot more detail Mm -hmm. in the book. But essentially, these are five words that all begin with P that if we do this on a regular basis, we're going to grow closer to God and also have the peace that he wants to give us. Mm -hmm. The first P of peace is to uh, the first P of peace is to prepare. That's what I call it. Prepare. And essentially what that means is if there's something i'm worried about and i can do something mm. to help the situation then i should do it mm. if i'm if i'm worried that i'm going to get sick and i'll i'll die and won't be able to provide for my family well i can get life insurance mm. if i'm worried that my company is not, is starting to do poorly financially and i could be out of work i can update my resume and i can look for a job i firmly believe that God gave us common sense for a reason Mm. and I can worry about the future or I can prepare Mm. to the best of my ability. And that's, that's the, that's a, that's a common sense step that many of us who tend to be anxious forget. We forget that there's something we can do. Mm. The second P of peace is present to live in the present moment. Mm. God doesn't want us to dwell on the past and he doesn't want us to play the what if game. What if might, you know, something might happen in the future he wants us to live in the present. That's where he is. He wants us to trust him today. So it's it's really important that I focus on today. I'm alive right now. God gave me the gift of a new day. What can I do right now to make this world a better place, to encounter God, to love other people? That's what he wants me to do today. The third P of peace is pray. Mm-hmm. It's so important that we can't forget to ask God for help. To help, you know, we can ask him to help us to overcome worry we can ask him to help us with the problems we face mm-hmm. he doesn't want us to go through life on our own he wants us to help him the fourth piece of peace is to participate to participate in what the church has to offer now the church gives us the Bible the church gives us the sacraments the church gives us numerous devotions and, and by participating in what the church offers then I'm able to better, uh, deal with the situations in life and experience that peace. And the final P of peace is prize. Keep your, And it comes from the, the phrase, keep your eye on the prize. Mm-hmm. And that prize is heaven. Yes. This life is temporary. Yes. This life will not last forever. And every problem that we face mm-hmm. in this life will will be gone one day. It'll either be gone in this life or it will be gone when we die. Mm-hmm. Heaven should be our focus. We have to remember that... We were created to live with God forever in heaven. And I think when you're having a really bad day, it's good to focus on that, to realize that, you know, this is going to be over one day. This suffering will not last forever. And then, you know, keep your eye on, on your heavenly reward. So there are five simple steps, but essentially it's a matter of turning to God for help every day, turning to him for help, and then walking one step at a time, not worrying about the future and, and I found this to be very effective in my life.
0: Well, and, it, and it sounds very common sense, right? But it, yeah. it's 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 harder than,
1: than yeah, you think. Right. Yeah, you're right. Oh yeah. Yeah, it's it, it almost sounds too like it it involves it's too simple. Too it, simple, yeah. Right, but 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 you know what? It is simple. It's a very very simple concept to understand. God wants us to trust Him, but it's not always easy to put into practice. Mm-hmm.
0: And I think it's very similar to having this um, childlike faith, right? Um, yeah. Where you just and, simply trust your father and let go.
1: Right. And, and having that relationship with him. And I'll be honest with you. My wife has struggled tremendously throughout this pandemic mm-hmm. with anxiety. Mm-hmm. Um, we both tend to be a little controlling with mm-hmm. things. Um, but but through it all, and we've worked together on this. We've prayed together. She has grown so close to her father in heaven now. Mm-hmm she now realizes just how much he cares for. And I think one of the the blessings from this pandemic is the fact that we realize now that we're not in control. We never were, but somehow I think we fooled ourselves into thinking we were in control. Now, you know, just about (laughs) everybody who thought they had control, they have to realize, you know, we are not in control. But if we trust God, who is in control, if we really trust him, then we're going to be at peace because just as you said, he's our father, he loves us, he wants what's best for us.
0: So as we go through doing these steps, you know, I know this is, especially if you've been through years and years of anxiety, if you're a worrier, mm-hmm. a chronic worrier, how okay. much time will it take to actually undo all of this in our lives and develop um, this not worrying state or this absolute trust phase
1: in the Lord? That is a great question, and I'm so glad you point that out because it is a process. And, and I found this to be uh, – it, it really depends on each person. But I know myself, I, I worry much less now than I ever did before. I'm more peaceful than I ever was before. So it really depends how long it takes. But I think learning to trust in God's providence yeah. in, in that he wants what best, what's best for us – I really believe that we're going to be working on this for the rest of our lives. That doesn't mean we won't be at peace along the way. It's, you get a little bit more at peace each day. Mm -hmm. And I think you learn to trust him a little bit more each day as you spend time in his presence. Mm
0: -hmm. So it's actually that all, even unto death, we'll probably still be going through this increasing trust every single day by day by day, right?
1: I would think so because we have this fallen human nature. You know, some of us trust, some people trust more than others. Um, but I, I really think that our, we could never possibly know God and know His Son Jesus as much as we as we could because of His perfection. Yeah. So it's really something that we we would have to say, "I'm going to spend the rest of my life getting to know Him better." And as we get to know Him better, the trust increases.
0: There are a number of saints and biblical figures, you know, from Abraham to to Esther, to even Peter, and then mm-hmm. even Mother Teresa down the line. Everybody says, uh, St. Teresa of, of Lisieux talks about trusting in small things, little yeah. things. So what can we learn from all these saints and biblical figures about their absolute trust and faith and not having
1: fear? You know, I, I love the fact that you mentioned Abraham, because Abraham is one of my favorite examples. And and in the Bible, if it, you know, I, I love the fact that it's documented that Abraham, Moses, Mary, the mother of Jesus, St. Paul, and many others, they're documented as being afraid in mm. the Bible. They all experience the emotion of fear. And to me, I find that really refreshing because fear, there's nothing wrong with fear. Fear is just an emotion. It's not right, it's not wrong. What matters is what you do with that fear. Mm. So to me, it's good to look at some of these these individuals who are very holy and realize they experienced fear too. But I think the difference is they were able to push past the fear mm. and trust God, even though they were afraid. And, you know, and, I, and I think that's such an important lesson for us all. And I've learned to do that in my life, to trust him, to step out in faith and to follow him to obey his commands, whatever he tells me to do, even if I am afraid. And I found that the more you do that, the less fear that you feel. Okay.
0: So since you mentioned your own life, I mean, can you share an example where you were initially fearful and then you gradually or instantly, you know, had this moment where you just surrendered something and trusted and had faith and, and got rid of your fear and then yeah. there, when you stepped out on the other side, you realized, you know, that God was with you. He did something miraculous.
1: Yeah, boy, there were so many examples. But the one the one that comes to mind, the first one is the one I alluded to a little a little while ago mm-hmm. when I talked about my conversion. Yeah. So I was experiencing these unusual medical symptoms and um, nausea, lost weight. I went to the doctor. And they did a series of tests on me. And they determined that I had uh, enlarged lymph nodes in my abdomen. Mm -hmm. And the doctor said, well, it can either be lymphoma, Mm -hmm. which I knew wasn't good, or it could be a virus or something. Mm -hmm. So over the period of the next several months, they kept monitoring these lymph nodes and they were actually getting bigger. Mm -hmm. At which point the doctor said, well, it's looking more and more that you may have some sort of a low grade lymphoma, but we'll see what happens. So it was amazing at this point. Now, because I've always had a tendency to worry about my health, mm-hmm. I assumed this is it. This is cancer. I'm dying. You know, and, and, and I really spiraled out of control a little mm-hmm. bit. But then I then I started doing something I never did before. I started faithfully reading the Bible. Mm-hmm. I started going to daily mass. As a Catholic, I'm able to go to, to mass daily. Yeah. Um and, and I started watching christian religious uh, programs on tv and listening to christian music and and radio programs and the most amazing thing happened even though the tests were still inconclusive and Mm -hmm. they didn't know what was wrong with me i started feeling incredible peace Mm -hmm. and i got to the point where i said i don't care what happens i mean i certainly didn't want to die but i just felt such peace Mm -hmm. and then one day Everything was back to normal. The, the CAT scans showed the lymph nodes went down to, to ordinary size. They never diagnosed anything that was wrong with me, but it was just such an incredible peace that I felt, even though I didn't know which way this was going to turn out. And, and, and I just remember that, that trusting and continuing to pray, I got to the point where I wasn't even praying for a cure. I was just praying to grow closer to the Lord. That brought me incredible peace.
0: So just since you shared all of this about your life, now I know a lot of people who are personally, uh, you know, very religious, okay? They, uh-huh. they are faithful, they are reading, they are going to Mass. And yet they cannot seem to surrender or they cannot seem to have this peace or they cannot seem to, you know, trust, have this absolute trust and faith in God. And any small thing that goes wrong will shatter yeah. their lives. So what last words would you say to these people who, who seemingly are having a close relationship with God, but yet cannot surrender?
1: Boy, that's such a good question. And I've watched this with my wife over the, over the past several months. Um, and and what, I, what I've learned from that experience, as well as my own experience, is that surrendering is a conscious decision. It's not a feeling. Mm-hmm. So my wife would repeatedly say, Lord, I surrender every day. I surrender my life to you, as did I. It took a long time, mm-hmm. but eventually she began to really feel that peace that mm-hmm. came with the surrender. So I would say to anybody who is struggling, make that d- determined effort, that conscious decision every day to say, Lord, I surrender my life to you. Your will be done mm-hmm. and just say it. You don't have to feel it, but saying it every day, the Lord loves that. And that, 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 that kind of obedience eventually will bear fruit, but be patient because it is a process. It takes time.
0: Well I believe there's also a surrender novena that that encourages.
1: Oh yeah, I know it well. (laughs) 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 Prayed it many times. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah. And and, you know the Lord knew we would have a problem with this. And that's why that's why that that message be not afraid appears in scripture so many times. Because he knew we would be afraid. But when we, when we break down the Lord's prayer, those words in the Lord's prayer that always really touch me when I read them, give us this day, our daily bread, this day, our daily bread, yeah. and also thy will be done. How many times do we pray? Thy will be mm. done. But when something happens that we don't like, we get angry. <laughs> yeah. You know, it, it's challenging, but I found that peace comes from following God's will. He really does know what's best.
0: Okay. So, uh, tell people where they can find you Gary and uh, you know if there's any book right there right now that's coming out or uh, your website your links and social media tell people all about that
1: Oh sure well thank you um, my website is followingthetruth.com followingthetruth.com on the website uh they're, they're, all of my books can be accessed through the website, can be purchased. They are can also be found on Amazon or any online bookseller. Uh, my latest book is called Let Go of Anger and Stress, Be Transformed by the Fruits of the Spirit. It's all about how the Holy Spirit can help us in our battle to let go of anger and stress. Mm -hmm. And also on the website, anybody visiting can sign up for my daily email devotional. Mm -hmm. It's free of charge. It's called Let Not Your Heart Be Troubled. I send it out every day. It's a Bible verse and a little reflection Mm -hmm. designed to bring peace. Also, my daily podcast, as well as my weekly podcast, can be uh, accessed from the website followingthetruth.com as well.
0: Okay, great. So uh, are you on social media?
1: I am. I'm on Facebook. I'm on Twitter. I try to be everywhere I can to try (laughs) to bring the good news.
0: (laughs) That's good. So thank you so much, Gary, for taking the time on this Monday afternoon and doing this podcast with us. It's really, really great to hear about dealing with, um, you know, all this anxiety during this coronavirus pandemic.
1: My pleasure, Pamela. Thank you so much for inviting me.